Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the most electrifying podcast in sports entertainment. Welcome to the Under the Ring podcast. Joining us today, we have the man behind the boards, the man who keeps this show going, Mr. Wheezy O2. Mr. Mongo, say what's up, brother. What's going on, folks? Just remember, always keep calm and kick ass, even if shit doesn't go your way. And nothing nothing went anybody's way here, so we don't need to worry about that. We'll just kind of move past it. What a week of wrestling it was. Let's get into the news. <laughs> Joining us from Louisville, Kentucky, he is the last defending Intercontinental Champion. Without so trying, he is without the trying only, to cut my finger on live TV. <laughs> so he, he, he's the last person who will ever be the IC champion. Give it up for our boy, Amati Rain. Shout out. Well, what's up, y'all? Fuck this beer can. <laughs> the damn pull tab. I pushed it. Guess what didn't open? The beer. <laughs> so while you were introducing me, I'm like, okay, please push down. Please don't cut my finger. Please right. don't cut my finger. Please, but please, please. The Ashi champion forever. Just like my beer koozie says, legends never die. And Maddie That's- Reigns is forever. And now, you're new, reigning, defending, UTR predicting champion hailing from Brooklyn, New York, now fighting out of the Bronx. He is the man who went all year without a belt and finally <laughs> won it on Friday and successfully defended it on Saturday. Give it up for your champion, Gary <laughs> we all know what this title reign is. This is the Miz, the second title mm-hmm. reign. It's, it's gonna last until the next show. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's all right. You know what, Kenny? We'll say it. Congratulations. Congratulations, it's Kenny. Been a, it's even... been a hell of a season for you. I even busted out the strongest beer for you. This is the the one I was talking about. It's the 12 percenter, the maple barrel stout. Um, Let's see if I can survive through the podcast drinking this 12 ounce can. (laughs) I should be able to because I've had stronger, but. It's it's, it's been a rough year for you, but you made it. All right. Salute. Ah, Fun fact. Fun fact. I got nothing right for NXT because I was trying to be different. Because honestly, I could have predicted all of that. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, I just want to say, <laughs> she talk about you, Marco. I was say, I know she ain't talking about me. I don't, I'm over here looking. That's right. Do you see it? It's here. It's home. It's back. It's where it's supposed to be. But also, it's where Mongo, it's supposed to be. It's where it's supposed to be. By the way, Mongo, 
since uh, we're talking about championships here. Um, who won between Reggie and Bit Bad Booty? Oh, I, I saw, I saw that. I, saw, I see that question. I see it. Look, I want to say it was a, it was a close. I want to say it was a close run. Uh, except that it wasn't because Reggie got fucking blown up with water. Ladies oh! and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies oh! and gentlemen oh! our fan prediction champion. And Big he called bad. me a paper champion. Booty baddie. <laughs> Maddie Brains is forever. All hell. All hell. All hell. But sorry, Reggie. I was going to say something. <laughs> I've been called the paper champ. The paper champ. Hey, I'm forever. <laughs> Matt, Matt just pulled the Bakeem Woodbine. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Damn, Reggie. She, she, she kind of whipped your ass, brother. I can't. Reggie, bro, I, I wish I could say you had a good fight. But God damn, you, you it was not close. Because some it of those things, I have some of those things, <laughs> and I didn't get, I didn't, I, NXT, I yeah. didn't get nothing. Like, she she beat you by, I think, two on ROH and NXT. She beat you uh, by two again. So, yeah, just damn. it was it was tough. Hey, oh, you know, oh, and let him know, let him know, Mongo, what happened on Friday that caused me to get this championship? What happened oh, on shit. Friday? Uh, yep. uh, I believe uh, a certain person holding that, a belt right here uh, oh. had a perfect had a perfect night. Oh. Perfect night. Every single one correct. And who came oh. in second? Like always. <laughs> Your intercontinental, forever <laughs> intercontinental champion. Yo, well, guess what? Guess who? Guess who's ending the year <laughs> a fucking champ? God damn it! And I ain't gotta defend this some bitch till January tenth. <laughs> that's for damn sure. He's and that's gonna get at Wrestle Kingdom. That's bullshit. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the fuck that not. Is, that is a pay per view <laughs> that we haven't covered in two years. So hey, <laughs> that motherfucker. I, I am going to get my revenge on y'all mm-hmm. making me defend that title. On boy, what was it? Battle of the ass, battle of the belts, and that other bullshit ass special. Hey, you <laughs> motherfucker, you, you kept it. I don't care. I didn't want to defend it, and y'all was like, "Nope, don't fight the champion." Hey, I'm, telling, I'm telling you, we were watching that show, and once uh, that final match happened, Kenny was just <laughs> he was freaking. <laughs> I was like, I don't give a fuck if I'm champ for three hours. I'm yeah, fucking. Yeah. And sure, yeah, people, next people, did are, people are trying to tell him. People are trying to tell Kenny that you know it's gonna be short. You're gonna lose the next day, and he said, Shut up, bitch. And he kept it. <laughs> Not even the next day, the same day. I won it and defended it in the same day. That's God right, damn it's the same day, it's hours apart. I, I didn't like it. I, I I gotta be honest. Uh, Shit went bad real quick. It really did real quick. <laughs> Shit was lovely for the kid. Shit was lovely for the kid. As, 
It's long here for Kenny, and after all this, I know there's only one thing he wants to say, and that is, I am back. What it do, what it do baby? <laughs> what it do, baby? <laughs> it's a good, it's a good way to end the year because yeah. Kenny has been on this whole journey of winning the championship. So at least he can enter I, the year with the championship. It I might be he can lose it. And not win it again, but at least he can say he entered the year as a champion. Listen, <laughs> I I felt like fucking Roman when he got busted for weed. Okay, like I couldn't win shit for months and months. Twelve motherfucking months. Twelve long, hard fucking months. At <laughs> least 24 fucking pay-per-views. It took me to get this motherfucker. She ain't leaving. <laughs> we'll God see damn. next month. I'm about to get, about to get gonna, this bitch. We're gonna have wow. a, we're gonna have a, a cut scene that's gonna be like he said. I ain't losing it. <laughs> he ended up losing yeah. it. One damn, minute. Reggie. The, the, the gang loses the belt. <laughs> I mean, damn, Reggie. They got nice belts on eBay. I will say that. They, yeah, we ain't, right. ain't saying you straight. Right, right, right. We ain't saying no belt. <laughs> Yeah, we ain't saying it no belt. Yeah, this made of money. Gold hold on, hold on. <laughs> Where's your belt? Motherfucker, we've been trying to get your email address to send you a goddamn pen and sticker, and you won't even get that up. Gonna no we going to send your that's ass a belt? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> sign the fuck up. Either that or shut mm-hmm. up. Or get the fanny pack belt. I got the fanny pack belt. The fanny pack belt. I, so, you know. Just wanted to spend the first 10 minutes of this show congratulating Kenny. Brother, you had a long year. Congratulations. Uh, we see how much batting. Kenny, what did Kenny have to sacrifice in order to win this championship? We'll I, had to sacrifice, I had to sacrifice Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I had to fucking sacrifice. All right. God damn Worth it. Worth it. <clears throat> right. Because my man Brock Purdy is doing his thing. As far as Big Bad Booty Batter goes, I am praying for your downfall immediately. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna call you a paper champ. Wait, I got no beef with you. Champ. I just your man you know. said praying for your downfall immediately. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> He's hoping you uh, lose it at the next SmackDown. I, yeah. Oh, I hope so. Shit. Predict, predict something. Yeah. Predict something right now. We'll have you Reggie do it one more time. You Reggie, anybody else? Anybody else in the chat? I thought about Anything. doing that to be an asshole with with my title. I said, Nah, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> Fuck around and lose it. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get to the let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's get to some wrestling news. All right, the main wrestling news that I guess we all need to talk about is royalty. Okay, okay, royalty. <laughs> you still ain't give us a damn email. We can reach you for anything, royalty. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into some wrestling news. The main wrestling news of the week. Mandy Rose has dropped the NXT championship to Roxanne Perez. We all knew it was coming. We all expected it to come on the January 10th um, show, New Year's Evil. But it happened this week on Wednesday, on Tuesday. Wednesday morning, we wake up to find out that Mandy Rose ass has been fired. The reason... (laughs) The reason Mandy Rose ass has been fired is because Mandy was out here 
doing dick ratings. Well, yeah. I had, <laughs> I had told about that. Weeks yeah, ago. Matt, Matt, Matt told us about that a while back, and I've, I've forgotten about it because I was like, damn, that's weird, and then no one else talked about it. Uh, turns out no one talked about it because no one else fucking knew. <laughs> Which was surprising considering the fact they know everything else that goes on with people on the internet. The fact that she was able to hide this page for so goddamn long when it took us, what, less than 20 minutes to find it when once we found out about it? <laughs> Because it's a certain, it was, it was always hidden. She has a site. Well, backstory. The, the whole thing started out because when Vince McMahon was in charge of WWE, if you wanted to have a side hustle, as in having doing an OnlyFans and not that type of OnlyFans, anything, like, anything like that, you couldn't do that. If you wanted to have a, ch- a channel on Twitch, where we're on right now, if you're watching us on Twitch. Thing. You couldn't do it. You couldn't do all that. Which is so why a lot of the a lot of people shut that stuff down. Right, like that's why up, up, down, down was shut down, and a whole bunch of um, and other then, shit. So man, if she had a site like that, that's what I thought she still had. And then come to find out, or going on being on wrestling Twitter, she had a whole other site that did. The actual OnlyFans type of stuff. And I'm like, what? How does WWE not know about this? She had she had the biddies hang, she had the biddies out. She was doing naked pool swims. She was doing the doggy doing with the only, cheeks she was out. Doing OnlyFans shit. It is like right, the only thing she really what? wasn't doing was she just wasn't actually fucking and sucking dick. That's pretty much the only thing she wasn't doing. But other than that. But it, it only came out on wrestling Twitter because somebody was like, yo, she got this site. And oh, if you join it, she'll rate, she'll rate your junk. She'll rate your so junk. There that's been a whole thing because this basically came out because like two or three accounts in wrestling Twitter figured it out. And just started sharing that shit everywhere. Oh yeah, uh, we're, not gonna say, we're, not, we're not going to say their account names, right? But they, but, uh, but that was you ain't going to be suing. You ain't going to be suing us. But uh, but that was, next that was thing we up. know, there was that's nipples. There was nipples left and right. And <clears throat> I just got to say something from a male perspective. <clears throat> If you're going to pay for some titties, get some big hold ones. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'm saying. Right, 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 right. I'm just saying, if you're going to pay for some, I don't get something that's bigger than your fist. That's all I'm going to say. Just get something that's bigger than your fist. Make it worth your money. That's all we want. Just make it worth your money. She was was doing great, (laughs) flying under the radar with all of this until it came out that if you pay an extra extra $35.99 and she's going to rate your meat. Yeah, if you pay the extra $36, I'm going to just round it up. Pay an extra $36, she'll rate you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We black. You got to round it up for real. You pay an extra $40. Yeah, extra $40. <laughs> you pay an extra $40, she'll rate it. She'll rate your meat for $40, all right? Now, so, that, that, that nah, was nah, like nah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a redneck, so we're, we're going to call that a 50. 
No, that was like two or three weeks ago. <laughs> when that you, came you gotta, out. If you have to break the bill, then it counts as the full bill. That's how that shit works. That's how I know. <laughs> so, like, that came out a few weeks ago, and it died off because Mandy ain't been on TV. Because, honestly, they ain't got nobody for her to fight. Like, they're, they're, they're stuck in limbo with her, technically. Now, with the Iron Survivor, we all knew, okay, whoever wins this is probably going to beat Mandy. They're going whoever wins is gonna beat Mandy. At New Year's Evil. At New Year's Evil on January 10th. That got fast forwarded because supposedly she they that we found out about this site. And of WWE, all people who fired her, of all fucking people who gave her the eggs. Mr. Mr. Playgirl himself. HB yeah, Shizzle. HB Shizzle, my dude, HBK. But suppose it's it's a big it's a big back and forth right now because the rumor is that they found out about the site once already. They told her to shut it down. She refused. So that, as part of the that's the thing. Because people she were upset, like, oh, they fired her because of sexual shit. I mean they did, but they, they gave her a warning first. This wasn't like they, a blind just no. They didn't they just find out check. about it. They it's just like Another story that we need to talk about too, uh, but it's basically just like Matt Riddle. They found out and gave him. A, they gave her a chance. Hey, we know about your site. We know what you're doing. Tone it down or get rid of it. Now, another rumor is she's making main roster money on that site. Right. That's that, the thing. That that's that, the problem. That is that is from what I've seen. That is more. 100% true. Pass rules everything around me. Cream gets is, money. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. She's, she's making, she's making bread that. off of that shit. She's basically, it came to a crossroads of quit this side hustle where I basically have to just sit here and look pretty or actually do work, get hurt, get sweaty, or to stand here and look pretty. That's a, that, that that's an easy cross. That's an easy fork in the road. That you know which way you gonna go. Right, pretty much. If me, you can get, I'm gonna be pretty. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Somebody tell me that somebody say, "Hey, Kenny, you can get paid six figures a, a, a month for for showing your nipples." Let's go. Let's go all day. I'm out there oiling the motherfuckers. Whatever y'all need to do, it's so, what it is, bro. Like, like, I don't blame you. Can't blame her. You can't. I don't blame WWE for asking her to take it down because they don't want that. It's remember a morality that. thing. I understand that. And remember, you gotta also remember that WWE is a PG show now, so anybody related to them has to do PG type of situation. That don't mean you can't curse or whatever if like you're doing a movie or something like that. But you can't be out here. Giving dick ratings and shit like that. See, see, so Reggie, so here's the thing. Fighter for this when they have advertised her as a sex symbol since day one. Uh, that is, that's true. That's something that Mandy, from the second she's been in WWE, has been. Look how sexy she is. Uh, commentators at the desk would like hit the fucking table, just like spazzing out when she comes yeah. out of your entrance. They had, a, they had a whole thing where uh, she tried to make Jimmy Uso cheat on Naomi. Uh, when she came down At to the- NXT, she, it was all her and Tosca Traction talking about how hot they are. 
And every time they moved, fucking Wade Barrett or Booker T uh, had a Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was saying this, that the first the first night Booker T was on commentary NXT, uh, what's his he name? He busted a nut. He busted who's a nut. The, who's the Phillip. guy? Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph. I'm so glad you're here and you're not like Wade because Wade would end this before he finished that sentence. Manny's music hit and Book said, Oh my God. Right. Shut up, shut up, shut up. So the whole thing with Mandy was them selling her as the sexiest woman you have ever seen. You, but here's the thing you can be sexy without being naked. I don't, I don't even, I think honestly, the naked thing. I think I I don't really give a shit, but that doesn't mean that they're fucking people that they work with don't care. Like the USA Network, NBC, their advertisers. That's who matters. (laughs) That's who matters. Disney, you like all of that. Think about who also makes their toys, Mattel. (laughs) Mattel. That's a a, a, a huge child. As a ballet of Mattel's stuff with them, and Manny was about to get a new toy, I believe. Uh, oh, which, so it, <laughs> Manny I, was about I, to get man, Mandy Rose was about to get the new rose. Paul, <laughs> I, I understand, I understand the whole hypocrisy behind it because it is pretty hypocritical of that company to do that shit. But I also get where they're coming from, <clears throat> where. They told her not to do it. They gave her a chance. And she just kind of kept doing it anyway. Now, from what I've heard, though she was kind of shocked by the sudden release, mm-hmm. it didn't end poorly between them. Right. Like she's welcome. All these reports back. that like she's welcome. Yeah, she's welcome back if she stops doing that. Right. She has to if that site disappears, then you know she's getting ready to she's either getting getting ready to come back to WWE or she had moved on to bigger and better things. But, but so right now, like, money is talking. <laughs> and she I've seen like some people... Only... She... So, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead she was... I, I can't think of anybody else where, like, the main thing... And it wasn't Mandy wasn't good. Mandy got very, very good by the end of her run. Yeah. <laughs> um, People always talk about how great of, of a knee she has. Like her knee is fantastic. Like she really had figured out the craft. She's she got great. But the company sold her solely on the gimmick her being sexy. Yeah. I don't think anybody else in that company is built like that right now. I can't um, think of anybody that that's like maybe. The soul, that's all they do. That's all they do is that. Aside from like the rest of Toxic Attraction. Carmella? And I think she's hurt. I mean, I guess, but like it wasn't always with Carmella. You know, that was like a recent, that was like that was like the past two years. But even hold on Mandy from day one. Hold on. At one point, at one point, Mandy wasn't being booked like that. When she was with Sonya Deville and they had that little tag team run, she wasn't being booked as the sexy one. No, she was. She was still being not, the sexy one then. No, people. No, people just knew she was sexy, but she wasn't being. No, they gave they gave her the porn star music. They were the they were the the beauty and brawn tag team. They gave her porn star music. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment she came out. That's what they were doing with her, and I don't. So I'm wondering since that has kind of had an axe put into it, 
uh, is WWE going to like try that again or no? Like what? I don't what's... think they are. There's, but, but really honestly... no one, there's no one they have right now that can really fit. Oh, wait, never mind, because I just thought of someone. Uh, this, this, your... this... There's, people, there's people that can do it. It's just that, like, because I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm not saying there is. I'm saying, like, with how they reacted to this, are they going to go nuclear, press the red button, no more of this shit for a minute? Probably. I mean, probably. I mean, it would – I mean, in all honesty, if they want to – if they want to get back to that point where we were all sitting around waiting for the women's matches to come come on, then yeah, they gotta kind of stop with the sex. Cause at that one point in that run when we were all like, oh, the women are actually putting on the better shows, the better matches and stuff like that. We weren't looking at them for sex appeal. We were actually looking at them for the in-ring work. Right. So if you want that to get back, that's what you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to put that sex appeal on hold. And you're gonna have to give us you're gonna have to give us female wrestlers who can actually wrestle. That doesn't mean they have to be butt fucking ugly. You can have I can you can have people that look good who can still do a good job. I mean, hell, that's the purpose of the male wrestlers, right? It's eye candy for the females who actually know how to put on matches. So you can do the same thing for the um with the um for guys, for guy fans. I I think uh, like you said, you can do both, and you can have people that just kind of focus on one or the other. I don't think it's, it's just I'm more the WWE are going to be very nervous about doing certain things now, and we might go back to fucking up the whole third party thing. <laughs> because remember, after that edict about the third party stuff, eventually that kind of got thrown away, and people started doing more Twitch streams again, mm-hmm. uh, doing their own stuff. Is this going to put another wrench in the third party shit? Because I don't, that was one of the things that were bringing other people back to the company. I don't think it is. I f- honestly feel like the whole main issue with this is it's basically kind of just them just telling talent like, "Hey, I, we understand. Like, we're giving this back to y'all, but like, don't go to the extreme with it." And Mandy went to the extreme. Right. I don't think anybody else in the company is sitting up here trying to basically come out with a so- softcore porn. Soft Pretty core much. Porn side. No. And, right. And she yeah. was. It was Skinamax. It was Skinamax on Saturday night. She. She literally like her other. Before I even knew this existed, I thought her site was something of just her putting up pictures of her in a bikini, and her talking about uh that little other side hustle she got talking about the donuts. Mm-hmm. I oh, thought yeah, that's what, what, she, what were they? What were those? The Mandy, the Mandy's, or whatever. The yeah. donut. Yeah, that's what I thought she was doing. So for that's on one a different end of the spectrum. Those are on those two sites. Those things I mentioned are on a whole completely different end of the spectrum. What she was actually doing is on the extreme. And I'm pretty sure a no. subscription. No. Who's paying for that shit when there's the internet out here? <laughs> like, Look, I don't pay for anything like that. <laughs> no, 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 it's the thing about it not being news is that there's a lot of people that do OnlyFans and other shit that, that don't aren't do new nudes that don't do news. <laughs> right? There are people that do OnlyFans that don't do sexual stuff. It's just like it's it it's it branched out into more of just kind of like Patreon. Um, it's just that it also offers that other stuff. Um, 
and so like everyone, like Matt said, we all kind of thought, okay, lingerie pictures, bikini pictures, whatever. Um, and I've seen the people people online say, oh, you know, if she's in another company, it wouldn't have reacted this way. I don't know if that's true or not, because again, it's about no your one else is doing it's it. about your advertisers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if anybody else is even doing it. No one else and, is doing <laughs> nothing like this, and nobody in wrestling. I'm not expecting if I go out and see whoever female wrestler wrestles, I'm not expecting to see basically a, a porn show them basically trying to sell me porn afterwards. We're what you call it? Like we um, don't Mercedes, have, no. Like I think like <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm also have like OnlyFans. It's Tony them in only it's them in like bathing suits. Um, promoting other businesses that they do, um, a couple of lingerie picks, but they're not dick rating. So, like, Manny just took it a few steps, you know, farther than others did. And, you know, I'm she, if you're worried about her, she's going to be fine uh, because she has a site. She's making a shit ton of money. Right. She picked, she uh, picked Manny money. is going to be okay. That's all she, she picked did. money. That's all she, she did. Picked she money. picked money. Um, I... I, I think she had a great run at the end of the day. Uh, she improved a shit ton from the first time she stepped in the ring. Um, so, you know, if she wants to wrestle again, I'd love to see it. If not, she's going to be fine regardless. As far as the run with that belt goes, mm. they missed the opportunity to take it off of her so many times. Mm-hmm. And I know and they, they, want her, they want her to have a long run with the belt. And I think she was going to get close I don't know if she's going to beat Oscar's record or if she's just going to get close to it. But if it was going to end at uh, New Year's Evil, it was going to be short, I think. <laughs> but to have her just beat so many people, um, that I mean, I'm not gonna, that triple her, that triple threat the, match with um they were combining the UK titles. Make, I was just thinking about that Mako and uh, Brit, yeah. I, I did not expect her to win that shit at all. Uh, yeah, I um, there's just a lot of moments where like she was beating people that people thought maybe she shouldn't beat, or maybe it was time to hey pull the trigger and pull it back up. And I'm sure that the plan was she loses to Roxanne at New Year's Evil, goes up to the Rumble, back to business as usual. Um, I think. Having it happen on Tuesday in a very rushed match because it wasn't a long match, um, it, it it just kind it kind of felt flat, and I yeah, wonder if they could have if they could have waited until New Year's Eve. Could they, um, have they could. Have. Yeah, they could have because you know just, what? Just, like you said, January tenth, um, January tenth, yeah. less than a month. I would have just. I'd have just waited. I'd have done it. Right. Just, just keep her off television until then and then have her lose it then. And that's what they, they, they had been doing up until last, well, Tuesday. She just, she would, they'd be like, oh, we're going to have toxic attraction on. Or we get a Mandy Rose promo vignette. And I'm like, well, whatever. She ain't never going to be on, but whatever. Uh, so for her to show up on Tuesday, clearly it's like, well, she's losing. All right. It, it's kind of. Here's the thing with toxic. Not everybody in toxic attraction is good. That's the problem. Well, the something They're I read not. is they had already that's why they had already started kind of separating them off. Because even with the plan, the plan was for 
Mandy to be split off from them, lose the title, do everything like Mongo said, go to the Royal Rumble, show up, while Toxic was going to keep the name Toxic Attraction, but try and still get the finishing touches put on them in NXT. Now, apparently, they're going to split them some way, somehow, and let them do whatever they need to do. But Toxic Attraction is basically done. Yeah, it was it's, it was already done, but it's even more done now. I think Gigi's gonna be fine. I think JC needs a little bit more work. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I think splitting them down might be a mistake. I mean, that whole division, the whole division as a whole, needs more work. Mm-hmm. So they're in the perfect place. They're in the perfect place for more work. Speaking of that, uh, they just added a new person to their division. Apparently, I don't. Think it's been official, whether the paperwork's been signed or not, but. A former uh, big attraction uh, a few years ago that that uh, made her name in uh, some shows for AEW, Impact, and some other places has started working for WWE. At least appeared on main event, and it might come down to her working full time. Um, she was at the PC with a few other indie stars. They got signed. they already gave they already gave her a new name. They gave her a new name, but I don't know if the, yeah. I don't know if she, if she inked a deal yet. That hasn't come out yet. As far as I'm aware, I've, I've looked, I haven't seen anything. But Kylie Ray, if you remember Kylie Ray, the mm-hmm. smiley, happy, uh, really energetic uh, wrestler uh, from a few years ago, uh, after you know she dealt with some some personal stuff, she came back and she started doing stuff in the indie scene, and now apparently she's giving it a chance in WWE. And I'll say this: I think Kylie Ray. I think mm. what is what is in my Miranda Ray, Brianna, Brianna, Brianna is her Brianna uh, the name Brianna. WWE name now. Um, I think she could be a new Bailey as far as getting all the younger people in love with her. Right. Want to be my girl? Yeah, <laughs> like people, people, people already love Kylie anyway. Anybody that just like watches her, they, everyone is a fan of her. Um, that watches her work. I think if she decides to sign with them and they decide to sign her, uh, she'll be a major, major, major help for that NXT division. Like they, they, oh, desperately, yeah. they desperately need like a new because Roxanne's good, but Roxanne's also still a little bit too young and uh, still needs a few things to work on. It's, I don't know, like the thing with her, what hold, hold on. Well, Hold on. Is Roxanne a little bit too young? Because at the end of the day, don't forget, Roxanne was also the ROA champion. She was the ROA champion. She's still very young. And the Cora feud didn't work out for her. That was kind of pointless. Question. Hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm, I'm going back to that. I'm playing devil's (laughs) advocate. Why is Roxanne too young, but Tyler Bates wasn't? Tyler, because... As far as I know, Tyler was working longer than Cora than uh than Roxanne was. Don't forget, she's been MLW women's champion, she's been ROH um women's Let champion. Let me double check that. I'm pretty sure that Tyler's doing it longer. But they're they roughly around the same age. When when they're roughly around the same age when they both became when they, champions. When they, when they got their big moments, yeah. Because yeah. Tyler was 19. 19, yeah. 19. I I would say um, the difference between them is where they grew up because Tyler 
over there, they let you start wrestling so, basically as soon as you wake up. As soon as you're born. <laughs> over here, we're not doing that. You want the UK we got y'all labor laws over here. Because <laughs> Roxanne, <laughs> even though they are the same age, Roxanne is what, 26, 23, 26? They ain't Roxanne, letting her. Roxanne's 21. Right. 21. Yeah, they, we were not yeah. letting her wrestle. She had to get a waiver. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So we Jeff, Hardy, Jeff Hardy had his first match for WWE at the age of 16. Yeah, he wasn't doing the Jeff Hardy shit at 16, though. <laughs> But he still he was, had a match. But he wasn't doing. He wasn't a champion at sixteen. And he, was, and he probably still had to sign. Listen, a match. you know what, yo, whoa, 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 y'all forget. I got a bunch of daughters. I'm fighting for these women's rights. I want to know why is it's it different, goddamn? A woman's right thing. <laughs> First off, Tyler Bate, I think, is definitely better than, than Roxanne, but that has nothing to do with us. Yeah, he he really is. But that's <laughs> there's something about something. I don't know if this. It was kind of you know easier what? to kind of get in the, in the Tyler Bates like story, and maybe it's because I didn't watch Roxanne at MLW. I didn't really watch a lot of her in Ring of Honor. Uh, it has everything to do with it the might, competition. It might be NXT. It might be NXT. I, I was just that's exactly what I'm saying. It has everything to do with the competition. If your competition isn't up to par, you aren't going to put on a five star match if you're in a ring with somebody that's based that's going to possibly give y'all a half a star match. Like well, you're not going to do it. NXT though, because most of those girls in NXT, most of those women in NXT, are not going to put up five star matches. More often, more of them, especially in this new generation of NXT, you have Roxanne, Cora, and everybody else. And the, and the <laughs> thing about it is, everybody. Yeah, about to say, even Roxanne and Cora aren't awesome. Roxanne not, is definitely better. She's the best of the best that's there right now. I, I can't say that. Ro- Roxanne is Ro- look, Roxanne, as far as wrestling goes, is great. I think Roxanne's fantastic in the ring. Something's not clicking. And I and I think, like you said, it might just be the opponents. It might be opponents because like I this remember division as a whole. That whole I remember, women's division is just you, you know what core was just so bad. And then this Mandy thing, <laughs> and that, that's the problem, is like the core thing sucked. It just it was bad for both of them. Then the Mandy thing, this was supposed to be this, like, I think if she had another month and a half on this run to get to Mandy, maybe. That's know? why it fell but, flat. Oh, oh. It was anticlimactic. It was, ru- it, we already knew it was rushed. We already Hold knew on. that. Hold on. Here's the thing. The Maybe this is the reason why we're so judgmental of the women's division. The women's division of past NXT was filled with made stars except for the four horsewomen except for like Sasha um and them like Oscar came in known already Ember Moon came in known already you know they it was a different it was a different class remember how NXT at one point went away from being developmental and being the new indie scene when the women's wrestling scene was really good at NXT, it was the new indie scene. And now we're back to developmental. So we got really a bunch of legit green people. Like as soon as we see that they're the recruit class on TV, th- like as soon as, as soon as we get that announcement that there's a new recruit class, we seen that recruit class on TV within four months now. Yeah. I 
I don't want to say that they're all at that level, though, because uh, there are some stars in that division. Okay, I think Roxanne is one. I just think there's something else that, that's missing. I think Zoe Stark is. I think Zoe Stark is great. Um, the yeah, that's heel my turn. Dude. It, it just hasn't you know, been we'll that. She that's hasn't had that, yeah. that. Zoe's NXT. my dude. No, she hasn't had that NXT no. defining <laughs> type of feud for her. And and honestly, the reason is Mandy dominated that division for over a year. She's delegitimized everyone. Yeah, no, like Alba Fire came out of NXT UK as like the most dominant champion they had. To she hasn't won shit. The only the, the <laughs> most dominant person in their division right now is Isla Dom. Ain't nobody yeah. beat her. And that's only because she's spooky. So it's Leaf on Regal. Uh yeah, yeah, so yeah, maybe. Um I don't even know if it's that. I just, I, I really, honestly, the more I think about it, the more it's just that that man oh. that was, it, it hurt the division more than it did anything else. And I, I've been saying that for, for the entire year. So just because, you know, she got fired, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to like change my opinion on that. I, I I still think that that was, having her not lose it after like 200 days, I think fucked up a lot of things. Yeah. The way but, she lost yeah. it is what fucked up everything. No, the, on a random I, ass Tuesday night. I think yeah. the fact I, I got to go with Mongo on this. I think she held it for too. I think she held it for too long. She held it for a little bit too long, so it kind of it stifled the growth of that division. But I want to move on to somebody else because Matt brought it up too. There is another WWE star who we will not be seeing on television for a little bit because they are currently suspended. Uh. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle has been suspended for violation of the wellness policy, and we will not be seeing him on television for quite a while. And as Matt said, just like they did with Mandy Rose, they found out that Riddle had a substance issue, and they told him, hey, quit this, get some help. Or we we gonna have to get help for you. And now he's getting help. <laughs> right. And and now they said, you know what? You took too long to get help on your own. We gonna get help for you. Uh. So again, uh, when it comes to to uh, pot, they really an issue in WWE anymore. I assume to me. Uh, do you think? Oh, because they didn't think one was right. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. Do you know why they held it on her? And this is why this shit's so controversial. They held it on her because they were selling her as sexy and they got eyes on the product. That's it. That's why they did it. That's exactly because they have people that were ready for it. Because look, I and mean, it, again, again and like we said, this is a developmental fucking brand. Let's fucking go! Oh, sorry. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Rashi could have won it earlier when she won that uh, tournament. Right, uh, you could have given you could have, you could have done it with Alba, uh, you could yep. have done it with a handful of others, but you know, she done with Zoe. Um, they were already in too deep. That's why she. That's why she won the title unification match. They were already in too deep. They already realized that. That's why she won that match. They were like, "Well, mm -hmm. fuck it." She already made it this far. Have her win the NXT Women's UK title too. 
She did that. Because, got rid of you know, <laughs> The reason we we're so weird about that because we didn't know uh, Davenport or uh, Mako were going to come over after that was done. Yeah. And so we we're like, which one is going to come over? And whoever that is, they're going to win. And hey, we were kind of right because neither one came over. So neither one won. All fucking day, <laughs> Reggie. All fucking day. You heard? All day. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> they had chances and they just failed to capitalize on shit. Because they, and that's what that's what the problem is with them firing her over something like this is that they were using her sex symbol. They fired a sex, sex symbol for they, being they too undid, sexy. They undid yeah. a lot of stuff that they never even had never even took the time to tie up. So now it's just yeah. there. It's just left it's undone. Just, <laughs> let me ask. Let me ask a question. Complicated. Hold on. Is 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 Mandy Rose? Now we spoke about Riddle. Since we spoke about Riddle, I want to move on to something else. And my next question is going to bring me into my next um, news topic. Is Mandy Rose, the sex symbol being gone, the final piece or one of the final pieces of the Vince era being swept out of WWE? Now, the reason I bring Vince up is because there are rumors that Vince has stated he would like to make a return because he felt he got some bad advice and that everything would have blew over if he had just kept his mouth shut. He didn't have to step down. So remember, when Mandy Rose got the title put on her and when Mandy Rose was first brought in, sex, 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 sex. Remember that was that was definitely a Vince pick. Five hundred percent, that was a Vince pick. I mean, we know yeah, that it was it was a Vince pick, and then they kind of shut us up once she started actually like getting better in the ring. Then it became like, oh, she's the hot girl, but she can actually wrestle somewhat. And then once she unified those titles, that kind of just shut up. Honestly, that should—that was the, the ultimate shut the fuck up. I'm not for her. I'm, a, I'm, a, she, I'm not going to lie. That, that, that was her was shut. That was her shut. That was her telling everybody to shut the fuck up. I can wrestle because nobody, nobody thought she was going to win. Not no a one, damn so. No one had no one had faith in her winning except for me, and that was only for fantasy reasons. But I was like, oh, fuck it. If they want people to truly hate, hate her. They want people to truly not like her character. She'll win. And she won. Um, her whole gimmick was basically, I'm prettier than you. I look better than you. That was her gimmick. We'll have another. Somebody else will pop up soon. What's, what was uh, what was the other girl? What was it, Tiffany Stratton? Wasn't that basically her gimmick before they, they toned it down? Where did she go? She still there? She went. Oh, no. No, uh, Tiffany Stratton went and got a boob job. Tiffany, Tiffany, Tiffany Stratton is going to be. I guess Tiffany Stratton will be the new Mandy Rose. Tiffany no, Stratton—that that was got, literally Tiffany's gimmick. Like Tiffany hey. Stratton went and got a boob job, and they had some new pictures released of her, and she's in like a scantily clad outfit. So maybe Mandy got too old. No. <laughs> Mandy was leaving. <laughs> 
Like Mandy was gone. <laughs> Mandy picked <laughs> money. Like Mel, like Mel. Trying to cause shit. Come on, man. No. Uh, as much as, that was as funny. Much as, as much as Mella says she is money, Mandy is the one that picked money. Mandy is money. She 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 left. She gone. Now we got to pick up the pieces and try and make sense of what of everything because now the road to January tenth has just gotten just scraped. <laughs> it ain't nothing left for it now. Like everything has to be. It's gonna end up being probably. I know my predictions after I said Apollo was going to win didn't happen, but I told y'all last week Apollo wasn't going to win. This is the way they built that feud up. Um, it's probably going to be Cora yeah. and Roxanne because what is it? what's today's date? It's the 15th and January 10th is almost here. Let's just slap together a quick, pay, quick show, quick feud real quick. Roxanne, Cora, done. Now, if it was four days <laughs> earlier than, than somebody else, well, I'm not gonna say that. Um, let's let's, let's 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 talk about this whole. Let's talk about this Vince thing. Let's talk about Vince real quick. Let's talk about Vince stating that he felt he got bad advice in this. He didn't get bad advice. No, he got good advice. He got he, good advice. He's just he saying that advice. because that's the best advice he could have got. So the story is, this man is supposedly. He thinks if this is an old man yelling at the cloud, he, he thinks <laughs> if they just let him stay in place during all these allegations, and he just shut the fuck up, blown over, and he would, he, everybody would still be happy. And he's saying that he took bad advice on stepping down, which we here at UTR and across the world all say, no, you took the right advice. That's that's what that's what the smart person does. That's what. That's what most corp- that's what most companies have the person do. Vince that's doesn't understand the power. And get the fuck out the way. <laughs> Vince doesn't Vince doesn't understand the power of cancellation and how something can be canceled due to due to something he, like that. Well, it's because <laughs> he, he's been running a company and has been ignoring those statements. Vince lives in Vince's world. He lives in his own world. He does like, not understand pop culture. He does not understand any of that. And the fact that he thinks that oh, if he if that we just shut our mouths and if everybody just played stupid and nothing would have happened is beyond me. It what he it's did like he was the correct thing. It's <laughs> like he doesn't understand. It's like he doesn't remember the fucking call the uh, what was it called the movement the uh, um, speaking out movement that happened. Yeah, um, like me that too. affected that affected me, his too. company. Right. Yeah, me too. Uh, that that was that affected his fucking company when they fired like what Enzo Jack Gallagher, <laughs> right? Like, fucking like half the UK roster got fired. Uh, you know, Velveteen Dream was a that's a whole thing. Uh, and, and then there there are two there there are two there right now. Sorry, Three. there are four right now as far as I can remember that were from that whole thing that even though people like them and talk about them in a positive light, when they show up on TV, you will see those tweets on Twitter. Austin Theory. That's that's one. That's one. That's the main. That's one of the main ones. Anytime. And that's why when, when Vince was trying to push him as like his next guy, people were like doubly disgusted. 
Yeah, because yeah. they were like, oh, of you're... course Vince pushed him. That's like, yeah. Right. And then there's there's another one on the main roster, and there's two in NXT. Uh, one of them went we just talked about recently. Uh, it's It causes problems, and that would not have blown over, especially with Vince. Vince no, just, no, it Vince wouldn't is, have. Vince, let's be honest, Vince has gotten away with some crazy shit that most other people would not have gotten away with. Hell, the from I mean, let's be honest. Let's let's look back and remember uh, the Jimmy Snooker case. Mm. That was the, that that mm. was already that was, bad. that was was that the day it started? <laughs> no. <laughs> was that the day that it's always started? been stuff out about Vince. The the Jimmy Snooker stuff was just the tip of the iceberg. And yeah. then with all this other stuff coming out, and on top of that, dude, you you, you spent company money. You, you know what it is? That's hush money. You can't you know be doing is? that. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Vince has a he legit feels Everyone that's not named Vincent Kennedy McMahon is inferior. Once you go up against the Supreme Court and don't lose, you feel fucking invincible. You feel like no one can touch you. Listen, take it from a take it from a hood nigga. You be the case, a serious case. You feel like no Vince on the low was hood. Once you beat a case, you feel untouchable. And he didn't just beat any case, he beat a Supreme Court case. Well, he ain't gonna beat this next one. (laughs) It's not like it's not like he's beating the charge or any like kind of thing like that. That did happen. People were definitely doing thank you, Vince, stuff and bowing to him when he was leaving. And you know when he did that first, I'm gone, I'll, I'll see you. And that happened. You know that the first thought was like, oh, I could have stayed. Oh, I guess I could have. Um, it's... I don't know, man. I just... I'm, I'm telling you, Mongo. I'm telling you, Mongo. It's, a, it's very much a hood mentality. And it even look, and even government, it's been he's been like that before. He's that. been he's been like he's that before. Been that. Like that. He's been like that before that. But I'm telling you, once you beat the government, you have a completely different mindset. It's really complete. You really become disengaged from normal everyday people. You he was already that way because he's a billionaire. He's already he was already that way because of how rich he was, and then being that rich and say and going against the government and pretty much doing that, that really puts you on a complex area where you really feel like you're damn near godlike. Now that I will say, Vince has always treated himself as like as if he is God. We saw that in the storyline. He fought. God, yeah, I was, yeah, that. But Vince has always been like that. The doc, even though that documentary was pure dog trash last night, they put it across that Vince has always been an asshole. Can't see it, but uh, Jonathan Gresham just signed with Impact. 
Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Where they actually like little people. <laughs> I am so. Hey. Crazy. Oh my. They God. do. <laughs> Dude, Dude, I am so. I can't. We don't like that word. <laughs> I can't tell how excited I am for that shit. Oh my God, Gresham. That, give me Gresham Alexander right now. Right. I was. You read my goddamn mind. You like, read my goddamn like, mind. Like Vince is just a special case of. You're not gonna. There's never gonna be anyone like him. It's a comp- He he started out dirt poor, so why are you having an attitude like this even when you started out dirt poor? It's because he had built himself up to this way through, ru- as he calls it, ruthless aggression, grabbing the brass ring, all that bullshit has turned him into some sort of monster. Oh, Nobody wow. can tell him wrong. Nobody. Can- He's the smartest person in the room. The fact that he feels like you got a referee, a former woman referee suing you for $11.75 million in damages. You got two other women suing you. And you thinking if if you just kept all this quiet that it would have blown over? No. It wouldn't have blown over. You should be in jail. He, He really should be. He should be in jail. Yeah, he beat the Supreme Court all the way back back in the day. But a lot of that, he knows he should have went to jail. He got lucky. That's just like the Patriots and the Giants. If you play that Super Bowl 99 more times, I'm pretty sure the Patriots beat the Wait. Giants' ass. <laughs> Fucking they got right. that one lucky catch, and that was it. That's just how it is. Let's, um, let's talk about this, uh, Margo. Pull up those pay per view cards. Let's review how the pay per view went this weekend. Okay. You know, let's 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 talk about let's talk about the day that the legend was made. Let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about the day that the legend was made. We should talk about quick another piece of news. The insecure, insecure. I'll just say it. Insecure man out here that oh, that's not even. That made me and him leave Twitter because y'all think because she's taking a picture with Austin Theory of all people that she's cheating on her husband, Keith Lee. First of all, who the fuck is who is stupid enough to decide they want to go against a goddamn bear in Keith Lee? That's number one. Number two, we all know. Like we all know Mia Yim is literally the big little sister of the locker room. Like, everyone protects her, especially since they all are very much aware of her past. It, it was just stupid for people to jump down her throat about that. Yes, we know she is married to Keith Lee. Okay. She's, a, she's also an actor, folks. Wrestlers are fucking actors. When you have an acting job, sometimes you do shit like that. There are actors who actually kiss other actors who are married. It was stupid for folks to, for the people that got big mad about it because I I posted about it in one of the groups and I was told, oh, that's stupid. I let my girl hug whoever she want, but if she take a Take a picture and she jump in a dude's arms like that. Oh, and they laugh. Oh, I got a problem. 
They effing. First of all, if you can say all that and you can't bother to say the word fucking, then I ain't got nothing. To, I, don't, I don't need to be listening to your argument because effing and all that, we we grown. Let's say the word. You need to be secure in your relationship. There are people that are friend that are going to be friends with your significant other longer than you have known them. There are going to be friends with your significant other that are of the opposite sex. If you are not secure in yourself and in your relationship, that's on you. Don't project your insecureness onto people that are friends. Because when I saw that picture of me and him, first of all, it showed up on WWE's website. The name of the photo gallery is 2022 WWE Superstar Outtakes. What happens during outtakes? Goofy shit. So that tells me right there is you're gonna see shit that you're not supposed to be seeing, but it's gonna be dumb. Here's the thing. Like, and you like, know Austin Theory and me and him and me and him. Austin Theory is holding yogurt. Why are y'all getting all angry over over that? The dude is holding yogurt. It's not that serious. And like I said, man, That's some people forget the wrestlers are actors they put on they portray a character every time they're on television they are acting people was like oh I, some person in in one of the chats even had the nerd to mention the rusev lana thing they were like oh just like how they WWE went overboard like how they did with um lana and bobby lashley guess what rusev pitched that fucking idea her husband pitched that idea Mongo, bring this. This is where it hits the nail on the head. Reggie's comment all the way from nine thirteen. The talent at time, people. This is what people do. It's not the talent. People fail to realize. You fail to forget. These are people. You cannot be going around. You 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 can't separate their character from the real person. At the end of the day, from eight. To 11 p.m. or however that that's how long they're on on TV Eastern Standard Time for those three hours of raw for however long you see them at your know, at the at the live show, they're that person. If you meet them after the show, they're that person. But I'm pretty sure they're trying to take that person off. Pretty much. You think they're Triple not- H is Triple H all the fucking time? No, there's a lot of time that man is Paul fucking Levesque. Like, okay, <laughs> y'all are thinking y'all seeing me and him. Y'all seeing me and him and Austin Theory in that picture. But when I see Superstar Outtakes 2022, okay, yeah, they're in character. But as far as I'm concerned, they're 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 co-workers. And the last time I checked, me and him ain't been back in the company that long. As far as I'm concerned, this is th- these are two old friends getting some time to see each other. And the camera just happens to be there and be like, hey, you want me to take a picture? Sure. DN. Some folks are saying, some folks blew it out of proportion saying, see, WWE being disrespectful of people's relationships. Why they got to do all that knowing that her husband's in another company? You've played yourself into a whole different type of gimmick. This is not AEW versus WWE. This is not AEW versus New Japan. This ain't none of that. If that was the case. These people are just out here making 
getting their paychecks done. They just out here trying to catch up with friends. It ain't got nothing to do with none of that. Hold on. If that's the case, if you're talking about WWE's being disrespectful, why has there never been a storyline between me and Yam and anybody in the company? Why has there never been a storyline between Zelina and anyone in the fucking company? Huh? If they're so disrespectful of these people's marriages and in their relationships. Since they're so disrespectful, why we've never seen any of those? Hmm? Because no, because people don't think that. They don't think about any of that. They just be like, oh, because most wrestling fans just take it down to the basic knowledge of they know that person works in this company and they know the other person don't work in the other company. And because of what AEW has taken the time out of doing for most of their existence, bashing WWE, it has made the WWE fans have to become defensive almost. I don't know why, because for the most part, before AEW existed, we weren't talking shit about nobody. Exactly. But AEW has popped up, and they had to start talking shit about everyone, mostly WWE, so now everybody is, I like this company. I like this company. It don't matter. Just like wrestling, because that's what I do at the end of the day. If I don't like it, don't watch it. And that's what a lot of people need to start doing. If you don't like a certain, I don't like doing it, don't watch it. There's stuff I don't like in AEW. Guess what? I don't watch Rampage. I'm sure they would appreciate it if I did because they need to. <laughs> I don't. Speaking, speaking of AEW, let's go over this first pay-per-view, Mongo. Let's pull up this ROH final <laughs> battle pay-per-view in which your boy. Shout out to ROH for bringing back Honor Club. Uh, Don't like the little asterisks of. You still got to pay for pay-per-view. Let's go, Kittle. <laughs> run, Kittle, run. Run, Kittle, run. Run. All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna... Final battle. Uh, Final battle. So, yeah, like you said, they brought back Honor Club uh, with the caveat that you're not getting the pay-per-views because of that fucking fight TV horse shit. That AEW does. I hate it. I fucking hate fighting. It is the worst. It is the worst. I have never had more problems on anything else than fight TV. That it breaks it anytime I pay for review on fight TV, the stream breaks down several times. Sometimes literally. Yeah, sometimes it says you didn't buy something even though you did. Sometimes like it's it's fucking terrible. I just I hate it. Let's go, uh, anyway, over this so, card. let's go over this card where I won this beauty right here. Uh, let's see. So, four pre-show matches that were pretty solid. Uh, top Flight still doing going strong. That's good. Listen, Top Flight. Uh, top Flight. Top fucking Flight, folks. No, that's a tag team that has a future. That Man. Yes. If they stay healthy. If they healthy, they stay healthy. You took the words right out of my mouth. If those two kids stay healthy... That is the future of tag team wrestling, folks. Whether you want to believe it or not, they have got it. They can. They don't have the uh, powerhouse skills, but if if <clears throat> top flight is what you would mix Young Bucks and Usos together. If you're gonna mix young, that's that's how I would just, that's how I can describe top flight, a young buck and an Uso mix. I just need top flight to stay healthy. That's right. 
Both. I think if they stay healthy, they have the ability to be as popular as the Hardys, honestly. Um, I think they they have – because the Hardys are all about, you know, how crazy, how risk shit they can do and all the great flying. Uh, they just – they just they're just better at the actual acrobatic shit than the Hardys ever were. Um, I think that's that's a team that can be two major, major players. Major players. Stay healthy. Yeah. It was, it was a rough, rough storyline, though. That was, uh, was a yeah. <laughs> Um We saw Blake Christian and A.R. Fox beat La Faction and Gobernable. In Gobernable. I can never say it right. Uh, <laughs> in Gobernable. <laughs> in Gobernable. Thank you. Uh, A.R. Fox. AR Fox is really fucking good. The only problem is I'm not going to deal with the fucking outfit he got on, yo. AR like, Fox looks like Crash Bandicoot to me. Yo, <laughs> your man looks like a yo. He, yo, he looks like he looks like Samuel Jackson in Jungle Fever. He, like, he, he looks, got extra like a, teeth. looks like a pure crackhead. He got extra teeth. <laughs> I'm a. I'm a big old Aaron Fox fan. Glad he can wrestle his ass off. He can wrestle his ass off, but come on. But that, that is some goofy shit. You're right. But that was a good match. And Blake Christian also, another great fucking talent. Uh, Athena beat Mercedes Martinez for the title. This was probably Athena's best match since coming to AEW. Yes. That was her best match. I'll give it to her. She finally found somebody that is her match. She found somebody that she found somebody that doesn't mind getting hit and won't right. mind giving a hit back. That's it's, what it's the thing. Like Brock and Joe, she mm-hmm. found that person. That's when she shines. That's like when we were talking about uh, years ago. It was where it was her and Oscar. Mia, no, it was Mia and uh, uh, Candice. Candice. They had that like street fight. Uh, this is the best match I've seen out of both of them in a long time. That's because they were people that were used to fighting like male wrestlers and doing a lot of hardcore shit. Uh, this is Athena's playground. Fighting someone that just hits like a fucking truck and hitting and she can hit back. Right. Uh, great match. I hope we get more out of Mercedes, uh, Mercedes later because I'm, you know, we haven't seen much of her. Um, she was the champ and didn't defend it, man. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm she got a, she got a shit run, yo. She got a shit run. I'm nervous because I'm, I, we all are Mercedes Martinez fans. I just, that's my favorite. Um, I love me some Mercedes. <laughs> Swerve and our glory. That was my favorite match of the well, my second favorite match of the night. First of all, none they of us picked beat, the motherfucker right. Yeah, they promotions. <laughs> after after Swerve walked out on Keith Lee. Due to Keith Lee accidentally knocking Swerve into next week with that fall. Mm-hmm. Swerve I love the story that they're telling. Swerving Keith, yes, it's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm different. I'm really interested in the promos <laughs> that Swerve has been cutting lately, especially the last one that he just cut, where he was telling um Keith that he'll see him Wednesday. Because oh, let's fucking go interception! All right, I like it. Uh, what makes it so great to me about that story is because. They've already mentioned it that this is like Shaq and Kobe. Kobe is my favorite player. The Lakers are my favorite team. 
But just put, we all know the story of Kobe and Shaq. So if you look at it from that prism and then the wrestling aspect, because they never really fought. Like, we never got to see them fight. Yeah. Well, now we so are. actually see this play out and to see the stuff, like Kenny said, the Swerve promos, because Swerve is Kobe. Swerve is, te- is definitely Kobe. So to see the shit that he is saying, it's like, oh, this is probably how they felt. This is really right. how they felt. Because, <laughs> like, when Swerve left and Keith Lee's just like, you know what? All right, fuck it. I'll do this on my own because I'm that bad. I'm that dude. I don't need him. <laughs> As a Shane Taylor fan, I, we I have not like, seen him win in God knows how long. Yeah, man. I don't like that he couldn't get this win in a handicap situation. I, I hate that for like, him. They're playing around with him too much. Well, first of all, they had um, Dirty D from Pootie Tang as his partner. No, they had <laughs> Ernest Cat Miller, son. <laughs> right. Uh, Red J. Shoes. Griffey. J.D. This motherfucker doesn't even have a page on Wikipedia. Uh, they uh, and they made it sound like he and Keith had some history. Not Shane, uh, not a uh, Shane Taylor. They clearly did. But Griffey, I don't know if that was. I don't. It was just weird. Yeah, he, at, at one point he said, "Mom would kill you." Yeah, put me down. Mom will kill you. Put me down. Mom will kill you. I'm like, what the fuck was that about? I don't, but maybe that got talked about. Supposedly, in the they, I don't they, know. In the background, during this um, match, Caprice and Ricky Bonnie kept talking about how they had like a, a 20-year friendship or some shit like that. So I guess that's where the whole mom would kill you comes from. But ain't nobody never heard no damn J.D. Griffin. Right. Uh, but yeah, great. Like I said, great for Keith. Him and Swerve about to have one of the best feuds of the coming year, hopefully. It feels like it. <coughs> we move on to the Embassy beating Dalton Castle and the boys for their ROH six-man tag titles. We all got that right. Well, except for <coughs> Here's the thing. That was, that was a strong, strong one. I was going to – is Dalton Castle's back 100%? Because at a couple of points during that match, I felt like – they he could have intervened more or whatever the case may be, but it looks like he held himself back. And I we've known that he constantly has issues with his back. Like that that's back injury he had during the Ring of Honor World Title run he had fucked him up. Does yeah, he, and he has a it, which, which buck is it? They got the fucked up back, man. Um, Matt, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, he got Matt Jackson back. <laughs> he 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 almost had to retire. I, I think is what the Oh, he got like. the HBK was, back. Yeah. It, it, but he didn't want he wanted to keep going and that like he, he was supposed to if he had gotten rest and had gotten things worked on the second it happened, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have even gotten the world title. I think it happened before he won the belt. Because it's clear he does like it. He's not the same castle. He's not the same yeah. Dalton Castle. Right. No. He can't move like he used to. Nope. And I, and I noticed that. Like, I was like, he seems very, and the thing about it is he seems hesitant with a lot of stuff in the ring. Him and like, Adam Cole are going to be exactly alike. 
And I think that, along with the fact that he was facing three guys that outweighed him by so much, like it was. That was gonna. That's gonna be tough on his back, man. That's he already had a limited move set, and then you, mm-hmm. you basically facing three, three big meaty men. Because yeah, what he- is Dalton <laughs> Castle's playhouse? Suplexes and dumping you on your head. And he that can't do none of that. You can't do none of that versus them. So he just had to suffer and let the boys handle it. So like it sucks. The boys. Uh, luckily, the Dalton, boys got killed. Dalton's gonna go for it because Dalton is one of the greatest entertainers of the generation. So he'll be fine. <laughs> I hope he, you know, they find out. Presentation is everything, and the way he presents yeah. himself, you think? Oh yeah, the greatest that- thing since sliced bread. And that was something I said on the thread too. Like watching his promo and then watching his style in the ring and knowing he has the injury and how he can ease up. I want to see him in WWE. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I 100 feel like Dalton Castle if he came into WWE would catch fire the way Fandango did. Mm, I, I think you're right. I mean, he would do great in NXT. Oh, yeah. Just like Bobby Roode did. Yeah. He'd be, whatever, whatever he could do with him, would be fine. I don't know if he's, he didn't sign, did he, with Ring of Honor? I don't think he did. <laughs> no, he's he's not signed right now. He's still. No, he's still not signed. He's still not signed. Well, maybe uh, we see that soon. I don't know. Um, will you beat Daniel Garcia uh, by ref stoppage for the Raw Rich Pure Championship? Willie Uta, Willie Uta, if the ending of this match, every time I see this, I always think back to this because we know I'm old. I'm old enough to remember the very first UFC pay-per-view. And I remember one particular match where your man got KO because of the knees and elbow strikes that came to him at the same fucking time. And that's what Willie Yuta did. To that damn game, you guys said, I said, oh, shit, it's UFC 1 all over again. Daniel Garcia dead. Somebody go get him something. I was, I was like, he dead. It's ROH. They don't care. That boy dead. I think those knees and elbows was real. Somebody go help him. Please, please, please go help him. But good match. I told y'all, I told y'all the um, combat club was going to have a clean sweep. I told y'all yeah, that. you were right. Well, uh, I could only make one switch. I made my switch so on the right match. I came in second. There were it, – it's unfortunate this match uh, wasn't on a different card because this probably would have been the match of the night. Maybe the match right. of the night, yeah. But it was followed by part three – of the FTR Briscoe trilogy, that was That was that was ex- exactly what it needed to be, considering what the match was. That was the most if you have match I have ever witnessed live. A dog collar match is not supposed to be wrestling. It's not supposed to be pinfalls or anything like that or soup. It's supposed to be a fucking car wreck. That was brutality. And they solidified that brutality with how important that match was. Because not only did the wrestlers bleed, when that referee referee got hit, 
not only did he get hit, but that man basically took a, a shank and just gouged his forehead because he was leaking blood out of his forehead. Immediately. And Ian, <laughs> Ronnie, and Caprice Coleman, they're like, oh, my God. It's the ref, and I'm like, oh, oh no! Wait, I, really I was on the thread, like, oh, we got blood from the ref. This is different, different. <laughs> like, the this thing, is the thing that made me squeamish was when they pulled. I think it was Mark Briscoe. Mm-hmm. They yanked him off the top onto the floor, covered with in the chairs. chairs? Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of bounced oh, off the chairs and you didn't see him for a while, but you saw Wheeler in the ring in the ring. <laughs> Wheeler, that, Dax, and, oh. and what you call it in the ring. And Mark was still on. I was like, oh, is he dead? That he is dead? a match. Like, that match would have made Dusty Rhodes, Terry Funk, Rick Flam, Cactus Jack. <laughs> That match started and FTR's trunks were white. When they left, their trunks They're were pink. Red. Their trunks were pink, red. They weren't white. Listen. Is this the greatest trilogy of matches that you can think of? I'm not even going to say ever. I'm going to say like in the past five years. Uh... Probably because we're all big tag team wrestling fans. I just I would have to I would I think it's my favorite. Yeah. I, only because like we said, we are um tag team wrestling fans here. Um has what other trilogies have we really seen though? I'm sure there's. I just can't think of you off the top of my head. Um, I was thinking. I know, I know we've got some. Okada and uh, Omega had at least three. Oh, we, no, we we had Seth and Cody this year, which was a great trilogy. Um, and with the Hell in a Cell, but it, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a clean. Sweep, it wasn't that. But it wasn't. Yeah. I think FTR on Briscoe's was better. And I love Seth and Cody. That was a great fucking run. Right. But I'm, just damn. I'm Jesus just trying to Christ. think of I'm, I'm trying to think of a con, uh, a consecutive feud where it was besides Seth and Cody where it was built as a feud. Roman and Brock. Because I know we had that a lot of times in the last year. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think but it wasn't but the bullshit was it wasn't built as a, a consecutive feud like I'm yeah. one and all over you. Or I'm it wasn't built that way. That's why I'm trying to think. Like, who had that? The second thing, tag wise, was also with FTR. It was when they were the revival against Gargano and Ciampa. Right. Okay, so that, so God, wow. So should we that might be past, that must be past, that might be past the five year mark because I think right. it was 2016. Yeah. <laughs> It's just FTR fucking rules. FTR is the, the best tag team around. I know the Usos won the PWI. It's debatable. I get it, but FTR is just fucking great, man. They're just hey, so the Briscoes came in on that bullshit. <laughs> they said they had it on ring jackets. <laughs> like those, I will say those are definitely the three best teams right now in the world. Easily, I don't think it's close. Easily. I don't think it's close. 
but I would I would have that order a little bit differently. I only issue is like Usos don't have the opportunity to work with those other teams. Right. You know what I mean? Like who they had to work with right now is pretty limited. And the shit that we can get out of them with a limited tag division is fucking incredible. So like just imagining having the Usos against other people outside of the WWE, I, they they would still be number one. I'm 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 gonna be like I said, I'm gonna still stay with it being on the Usos number one, mainly because they have the best mic work that we see. I don't know, man. I, I said that we see. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah. Because well, like, because because I'm gonna be honest with you. I think honestly, if they were on television more, I was about the Briscoes, yeah, the Briscoes <laughs> might work. Right. Jay. Jay, Jay, Jay getting your ass. Jay getting your ass, boy. <laughs> like, Mark is funny. Jay will scare the fuck out of you. <laughs> you gonna come up then, there and kill you boys. You ain't ready for this. Like, oh, okay. And then Dax and Cash have their own style. It's really good. Dax like and Cash is more of a, yeah, okay, come now. Come now, please. We'll fuck you up. Top guys out. That's that's pretty so much their old. Say whatever you want. We're gonna punch you in the mouth when this is all said and done. Like that's what they do. They're old school <laughs> to a T. And I think all three of them bring different shit that makes it more like that is genuinely the top three. They're without a doubt, hands down, top three. Nobody else. Not not one. Not 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 close. <laughs> God close. Damn, what a fucking finish to that series. That's just so great. I and the Bruce are thirteen time champions. So I guess oh. that means are 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 they gonna are they gonna sign the ROH? I I guess so. Yeah, I think they're they're just gonna be they're just they're, they're on ROH. There's nowhere else they can be. They're, it just it sucks that they can't get an AEW man. Like it really, like everybody that that interacts with them talks about how better of a person Jay became after all that shit. How Rickabani is like. Campaign pleading, pleading, yeah, he's pleading for it. And he is one of the nicest motherfuckers around. Right. There are people that are in that community that talk about how great Jay is, how supportive he is. Like this fucking look. Come on, man. It's been it was over ten years ago. Warner Brothers Discovery acts like people can't change, but yet they're going around as it's it's Warner Brothers Discovery. They don't they don't know right from wrong. They don't know left from right at this point. You got rid of Henry. It was Henry Cavill's Superman. So fuck. I hate that. Shit. It, look, don't get me started on it. Let's just go to the next thing. Because if we talk about that, I'm gonna be fully upset. <laughs> next up, damn dragons. Next, mm-hmm. <laughs> next up, Samoa Joe beat Juice Robinson for the uh, to retain the belt. And I said this really on, good fucking match. Yeah, I said this in the <laughs> chat, and you were like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" This no. Is a, Great I was juice match. <laughs> a great juice match. I'm laughing because it's like, yo, what the fuck? This is juice. When have you ever wanted to cheer for juice? And you were like, what? It's 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 a good match. It's it's a good. <laughs> it was it was it was probably one of the best juice matches I think I've fucking seen. That's the problem. Like this, that is the most entertaining juice has been since he first like showed up in New Japan doing the juice Robinson shtick. 
you know, like when he won the U.S. belt. Like it was a whole thing where like, okay, I get it. I get what he is. And he's, he's pretty good. And then for like two years, he just kind of stagnated. But shit, that was a good fucking fight with him and Joe. I guess he needed to go to Bullet Club for a while. Well, now he's he's signed AEW. So we'll see what happens there. Fuck Warner Bros. Fuck Warner Bros. Discovery. Fuck everybody that, that's involved. I, I, anyway, look, we, fuck, we can talk about that on a different show if we want to. But anyway, right. <laughs> uh, after that, main event time, Claudio Castagnoli beat Chris Jericho for the RH World Champion by submission. Boys, right. um, how did Jericho tap? What did he What did he tap out to? For those of you that didn't watch it. He spun his ass around that 31 times. He did the giant swing 31 revolutions around so Chris Jericho was damn near ready to throw up. He probably did throw up in his mouth and swallowed this, it. This wasn't like when the crowd like loses count. They're like, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Like, they really won. Two. Three, 31. 31 times. And he was gonna keep going. Yeah. And look, man, I I know people got upset about that ending. Uh, I'd have quit. I would have quit too. Honestly. <laughs> I'd quit. Honestly. Chris Jericho had came like out it. and even said, like, because someone had was like, oh, that's not a believable finish. And he was like, all right. Think about being spun around that many times and the pressure that's being applied to your joints and limbs. You your would body be is stretching too. outward, your arms, the sockets, like it's a whole. And then I believe we'll finish. Do you know how long you would stay down from like a legitimate mat slam? If someone <laughs> that like picked you up and just fucking slammed you as hard as they could. You right after that? Yeah, like, are you, you shitting me? Hat, you shattered. It's not believable. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> the fuck? This like, is first of all. First of all, this is fucking wrestling, folks. Dude, Once people, again, people just pop the fucking um, Samoan spike the other day. That shit looks stupid, but right. but it's it's Umaga. Ain't nobody died off of no stink face. <laughs> First of all, I wouldn't have never signed up for a fucking stink face ever. We did. That that'd be a bonus. Like, you had to get a bonus that night. They were like, <laughs> you, you fight, you like, you fight Rikishi. I guess this is the fucking night I quit then. because <laughs> that's what the fuck was going. Who was, it, who was it that put a towel <laughs> over their face when he did it? So when he walked away, he had a towel hanging out of his ass. You remember that? I know I who you're talking. I remember that. I can't remember the fucking person though. I don't know the person, but I remember I think, that moment. I think, I think it was Charlie Haas, and then Rico pulled him out of the ring so he could get in the way and take it. <laughs> it was so bad, terrible. But uh, yeah, no man, like that's like did you, are y'all anybody that's complaining about this was not a younger brother. They didn't get hit by this when they were younger. Because I definitely, I damn sure did. This shit, <laughs> this shit sucks. I have I have been spun around dozens of times. And my knees and elbows hurt. And my I almost hit my head on the mat. And like, yeah, you, you cry for help. That shit sucks. Yeah. 
They wrestled for how long was that match? It was it was long. 17 minutes of Cesaro beating the shit out of Chris Jericho. <laughs> And then locking that in. I'm sorry. I and would then, and then Jericho getting about four minutes in of kicking kicking Cesaro in the back to make us believe that Cesaro had a bad back. Only for his ass to be spun around like a brand new G.I. Joe helicopter until um, this motherfucker can't do anything anymore. So Jericho loses that match, taps out, and Cesaro's like, or Claudio's like. He was shocked that that's how the match ended. Uh, he wins the belt. Jericho goes on to have a great match on Wednesday with someone I didn't even fucking know who they were. Uh, Action on Dreddy. Action on Dreddy! Like, some, I think Matt sent that picture of this guy in the chat. I was like, who the fuck is that? And he's, you're like, Action on Dreddy, baby! And by the time I started watching... That crowd was so hot for this dude <laughs> ever seen, ever. <laughs> you know what, Chris? Good job. That's a good. That's a good week's worth of shit. Supposedly, from what I read, Jericho decided about two months ago he wanted to put him over because yep. he saw the match that Action had with QT Marshall. Yep. So. I, uh... They were talking about that on Busted Open Day, I think. That uh, that was just a Jericho. That was a personal thing for Jericho. He liked the kid. Wanted to mm -hmm. He said he which wanted is, to make him the next star, which is fucking cool. It was it's a awesome. great. They set it up perfectly because they got me to like him because Jericho came out and they didn't even give this kid an entrance, so we're already like, all right, he's a jobber. And First that, of all, they gave him the wrong name. That, yeah, that the picture I sent you because. Mongos was like, "Well, who the fuck is this kid?" And I seen the picture of him putting up his little, putting up his bicep. He flexes it, but it clearly says under him, "Chris Jericho, former eight, former ROA champion, the Ultra Chris Jericho." I'm like, "Damn, they didn't even bother to get his name. They didn't tell us what his name is." And they're like, "Yeah, his name is Action Andretti." I'm like, "Oh, Andrade. Damn, all right. They gave him another person's name. That's fucked up." <laughs> man listen that kid hit one move and the crowd went fucking hype we was like oh okay next anytime that kid had any kind of offense the crowd started going ape shit he hit that fucking standing um moonsaw one two three that crowd was loud as shit. He was already over. He was already over because he was keeping up. I didn't even think he was going to win. The fact that he won was the icing on the cake because he was already oh, yeah. made as far as I was concerned. Mm -mm. That win, that win took it over. That win took it, took it to the back. But, but shout out to Jericho. I, I mean, Jericho proves. And then that proves that why he's he's one of the goats. And that's where this was brought home. And Mongo, let us know the next pay per view where I defended. Oh, what would we? What do we uh, give? Uh, final battle. I give it. Final, a, um, I give it a big good B plus. Good B plus. A minus. Okay. Same shit. It, it, it was. <laughs> it was. It was a lot of 
great shit. There's a, there are like a few things that I just didn't really care about, but they were all like pre-show matches. Mm. So at the end of the day, yeah, good stuff. Great, great, great way to end. Uh, I can't, I, you know, I was talking about it on Facebook the other day that, that like a year ago, we thought it was the last final battle ever. Right. And now we get this one and it's a great show. And it's just. Wait, we didn't talk about fucking Rick and Bonnie <coughs> and Caprice running. And they run. When, um, what you call it? What match? Chris Jericho, when he first came out and he went to a. T- oh, because they thought they were about to get jumped again. <laughs> That's all that was. Ian and Caprice thought they was about to be and they get jumped. And these motherfuckers ran from the from the <laughs> from the start. Like they're like, this is literally the legacy of Ring of Honor versus sports entertainment. Like, if Claudio can't beat this dude, we're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> literally. Like they did a great job of right after Claudio won, they went ahead and said, "Like, hey, remember, remember Honor Club? We it's brought back. back. We brought it back. The same remember. way I brought this back home. And they said we're gonna get a TV deal eventually, but for now, we're gonna have to our sh- our show on Honor Club. So pay your nine ninety nine and go on Honor Club, and you'll get to see." Ring of Honor, like they're finally pulling the trigger on Ring of Honor being a separate brand and not having to rely on AEW talent as much. That's where I want to. Let's talk about this NXT show. Uh, I'll be honest, (laughs) better than it had any right to be. It really was. It was a lot better than I expected it to be. The only two matches I rewatched, I watched it. Before the show, before uh, the pod, the only matches I skipped was Apollo and Braun because I told y'all last week this feud has been meh the whole time. That's and I skipped Isla and Alba because I don't meh. care. <laughs> um, the, so we'll get into the Braun and Apollo stuff in a bit, but uh, we're talking about. Leading up to this, how convoluted this fucking Iron Survivor Challenge was, um, and it still is. But the was they, it was smooth as fuck. They smooth had it as perfect, perfect. So let's talk like, about it. It was not confusing at all. They told that two different good. stories. You saw two different stories be told in, in each match. Right, like it was yeah. like. I thought it would be confusing to keep up with the match. Like, what the hell is going on? Nah, it 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 was real fucking smooth on both the men's and the women. So, the women's match had no business being that good. No, the women's. I was very <laughs> pleasantly surprised with that one because honestly, I have especially not after all the shit that we talked earlier today. <laughs> well, I haven't been impressed with Kiana that much, and she did great. This she did great, fantastic. Every it, it gave everybody an opportunity to shine. Like Kiana didn't score any falls, but she hung in there with everyone. She was not, she was not a step behind. Um, Roxanne, she was the first woman in there, and we saw a little bit of 
of of of a hill kind of her because when she was up, she had to play defense, and she was just like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> she came in there. You saw Cora, kind of. You saw kind of face Cora peek out because when it was down in those last few seconds, and she got out that penalty box, and she's like, no. You saw everybody kind of switch, switch out of their out of their their usual. So I, I will give it that. Uh, Indy, she did a great job waiting on her to get called up. What do I think of Indy doing the uh, that that elbow as her finisher? I thought she could do something better. But so right yeah. now, she's had, she's, had, right she's had three. She's had this, the uh, the old school superplex. We like bring them over the actual rope. Yeah, I didn't like that one. And then the springboard elbow. Um, I she does need something different. I just don't know. I don't know what she needs. I don't want to. Do, I don't know what to give her. A power ball. I feel like they're gonna give her a spear. <laughs> it's just gonna. Suck. There's gonna be something that's gotta be. <laughs> that's gotta go with. Um, it's gotta go with Loomis. If Loomis yeah, has yeah. His, his submission. She's gotta have something that makes can sense. go with it. A spear, a hole. Uh, uh, so anyway, so Roxanne uh, Perez beat everybody here. Everybody. It was, uh, she won she had two <laughs> points to Zoe, Cora, and Indy's one, and Kiana zero. Like you said, great fucking match. Great match. Great. Zoe looked of- really good. In this match, too, she did. Zoe looked again. Everybody in this match looked fantastic. This is the best. This is the best of Cora and Kiana have looked in a long time. This is the best that I'm, any of those women have looked. I'm very excited, and again, this is where it goes back to like, man, nobody was doing anything because that division was just on hold for a while. Right. That's why they had the talent to be for these women to be champions. They just they held they, they were on hold. Aladon <laughs> beat Alba Fire. You know, that's fine. Who cares? Um, <laughs> I like both of them myself, but it's just feud really doesn't matter. Um, the New Day beat Pretty Deadly to win the NXT Tag Team titles. So not only does this make them the third Triple Crown Tag Team in WWE history, do you guys know who the other two are? Usos? <laughs> no. Are are we count? Is it NXT SmackDown Raw, or are they doing like a variation NXT, of? That? It's NXT SmackDown Raw. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have no fucking clue then. Kalisto is one of them. I feel like Kalisto is one of them. I feel like I'm, then, I'm, talking, about, I'm, I'm talking about complete tag teams. Oh, we're doing separate. Okay. If we're doing because. Uh, if we're doing separate, then it's a lot of other people. But as a tag team, only three teams. Um, Office of the Pain? Why? No. Nope. Why still win the NXT titles? Damn, they didn't. FTR? That's one. And it's not American Alpha. Then we got uh, right. SmackDown and NXT. They both individually have won all right. the titles. Right. <laughs> um. The Four Villains? Nope. Nope. Connor and um, what you call it? Nope. Nope. Street Profits. There you go, Reggie. Revival and Street Profits. 
So mm-hmm. uh, that's a pretty select few for that for that kind of thing. Wow, uh, also- Bible and Street Prophets held that distinction before New Day. Mm-hmm. Wow, it makes sense that they have it for New Day. They came up through the from NXT, yeah. But, mm. So this also makes this also thing for Kofi where he is the only person. He's the best fucking tag team wrestler ever. Right. <laughs> he's the only person. He's the only person to ever win the singles triple crown and tag team triple crown. Nobody else has done it. And he's also on top of that. A ninety millionth time tag he's team a, champion. He's the he broke. He's the yeah. most decorated tag team wrestler ever. 15, 15 like tag 15, titles. Yeah, he's a 15-time tag team champion. But I look at it as he's been around for so long. He's won all sort. He's won the world tag titles, the Raw, SmackDown, Unified. He had the, bra- he had the bronze no, no, titles. Yeah, he had the ugly <laughs> panty titles. He yeah. won almost every single different type of variation. He's won all of them except the old school tag titles from the 90s. <laughs> So yeah, I think uh, if if he was already in there, Kobe's like a first ballot, easily several times over. Not just for his tag run, but also just by himself. He's gonna he's gonna go in twice. Easy, yeah. yeah, yeah. He solidified <laughs> his double induction. That's why uh, I kind of just stared at folks when they were complaining. Why are you celebrating them? Why are you celebrating New Day? Um, because one history, two history. <laughs> Three, history. History isn't made. Like history just, does like not happen often. And it's a triple crown achievement. That's a major deal. And like, this is fucking New Day. If you can't enjoy New Day on your fucking screen, then what's wrong with you? I mean, they try to compare. This, oh, this is like if a, if the Yankees move down to triple. Well, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Not. This is not. That's real, not this is, is not real sports. <laughs> and just tell a story. Shit, enjoy it. Yeah, hey, Tab Tab Run with Punk and Evan Bourne. Yeah. Uh, so, and our truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we're going to get more Pretty Deadly and New Day, which is just awesome because they right. work together. Very well. Yes, boy. <laughs> they work together they're, so putting well. the, they're putting the finishing touches on, on Pretty Deadly because there's nothing else for them to do. Pretty Deadly can move up. And then the new team can take them from the new day, and we'll just we'll go from And that. that team is made because they beat New Day. Mm-hmm. Schisms. This right here is how you bring someone down from the main roster and bolster a division while also like, giving them some gold. This is how it, you do it. it. it yeah, <laughs> it helped everybody in the long run. The Usos beat New Day and broke their record. What does New Day do? We need to go find something new. We need to go find something new to do and get a new record. We've never had those titles. You know what? We have it. Let's go win them. Look at that. We won. Now we have a triple crown. We're relevant again for the time being. They can spend this time in NXT and still bullshit around on the main roster, show up for the Royal Rumble, do your Kofi spot, get eliminated. But you can put on a banger at New Year's Evil. You can put on another banger at Stand and Deliver. 
And I would not be shocked if they fuck around and do double duty. They do something that's standard deliver, and then they take a few hours break, and they ask us is either on night one or night two of WrestleMania. Here's a here's the thing. You also get a chance to have the this tag team division in NXT work on something that they all needed. Mic work. Because to keep up with the new day, you're gonna have to work on your mic skills. And if you work on your mic skills, you're gonna get the WWE fans to notice you because that's what we notice about that's what we notice about wrestlers. How well they fucking talk. Unless you're a diehard indie fan, your favorite wrestler has cut a fucking promo that has made you say, oh shit, at some point. Okay. And let's be realistic. The NXT tag team division right now, you got Jensen chasing who? Kiana. She gave him a new shirt or some shit this week. The NXT tag division before New Day showed up was already. I knew you look, and I just mentioned them, and here she go, white trash 2.0. Talking about Brinson like and Jigs. I like Brinson and Jigs though, man. I like they, them, they, yo. They built Briggs and Jensen up the right way. Were they ready for the NXT tag titles? No, they were not. They had them migrate over to NXT UK. They won the NXT UK titles. They defended them against everybody successfully to legitimize them. Look, that's a fun tag team. I don't right. I just <laughs> I don't I don't know what to tell you. That they're 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 cool, they're funny, and they hit like a truck like that. They're not technical, they're not high flyers. You need an APA type beat you down team. That's what they are. They are Trevor Murdoch and Lance Cade 2.0. That's a, better, that's a better example. Yes, they're Trevor mm-hmm. Murdoch and Lance Cade. Uh I the the whole thing with uh What's his name being like a virgin that's scared to talk to girls? Kind yeah. Of <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I love that, really. But <clears throat> as a team, they're great. Uh, I like them a Fallon. Uh, we'll see where this goes. I don't know if they're going to beat them next week. I would hope New Day stays for like a few months. Yeah. To like the ne- their next big show. Yeah. That's why uh, I said standard and deliver. They'll be there for WrestleMania. Uh, but yeah, Jen, Jensen, is it Jensen and Brooks? Brooks and Jensen. Briggs and Jensen. Briggs and Jensen. I always, I always say Brooks. Briggs. Uh, Think yeah, about guys. it like this: It's HBK in charge. Briggs and Jensen. B and J. BJ. <laughs> you don't get, get those boys fired. Um, <laughs> And I think yeah, I think schism probably schism might end up doing it. Schisms. Um, <laughs> grass is always green on the other side, baby. Uh, it's always white when you ski. Speaking of schism, <laughs> let's talk about the men's Iron Survivor Challenge. It should have been Casey. It really should have. He was close, but really it's a great story. As much as I hate the person that won. It was funny as hell. <laughs> Waller got two pins in like 15 seconds. That man right. walked out there and was like, oh, let me pick up the pieces. Ah, hold that. Hold that. <laughs> I got two of these. Both of y'all take these penalties. And then the penalty box became the NXT parking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he got his ass whooped. <laughs> that shit was personal. That, yo, when he threw his head up against that shit, I said, Dre, I, oh, he was on the glass. I was like, oh. I was like, that shit hurt it. <laughs> like, yo, what is Axiom, Axiom had a great fucking night like everybody else in this match did. I still hate that name. I still hate the mask. But I still hate the whole gimmick. I wish his name was mm-hmm. fucking A-Kid like his damn DLC on 2K is. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> let him be A-Kid. Whatever. But again, whatever. Uh, another great, great fucking match from these guys. Just like y'all said, it's not confusing. They, they kept it simple, but there are two stories being told. And then one random outlier. And it just, it worked. It came together. They told a, a completely different story, and it played out perfectly because, yes, Grayson Waller came in and picked up the pieces to get his two pins. Mello, we have seen it. HBK has seen it. He is answering everybody's calls. Mello is a face. Mm-hmm. The people love Mello. Mello loves the people. We respect that. We thought Mello was about to win. Grayson Waller came in there and said, I think the fuck not, you trick ass bitch. (laughs) He did it just like any other little a smart person would do. Oh, you would handle my light work. Get the fuck out of here. One, two, three. And then he looked at the clock and ran around like, nope, nope. Two, what? I, I, I love because a lot of times they do these things. It's like, oh, they just barely didn't get it. No, he had time to kill, and he so ran he had to make sure he ran. Like, yeah, and that fucking easy. And we'll put the icing on the cake. Shout out to the wrestling club. Grissom Wallen told them that they suck, and all uh, that. He told the these rest- little kids that they suck. And if y'all aren't on Twitter. What does, what does he do? This man and went out and wins and becomes the number one contender and beats their favorite wrestler Melo. So now he got he, he got a whole club, a whole club of children. They already told this man he sucks, and he went yeah, ahead and wow. promos on them and told them that they suck work. If y'all <laughs> aren't on Twitter and y'all know about wrestling club, it is the greatest. <laughs> this man gonna have legit beef against a whole club of twelve year olds. A whole, a whole club and their teacher. Just so this this teacher just like takes kids to wrestling shows. He shows them wrestling matches. He's got like kids getting involved in wrestling and wanting to to just watch it. And they just decided that they just love Carmelo uh, Hayes. Which hey, Melo rule. Melo's money. Uh, <laughs> and for the past month and a half. They and Grayson Waller have been just trashing each other. Just awful. They, I mean, they like he, uh, their teacher put up like videos of them cutting promos on him <laughs> on social media. I, oh God, I can't wait to see more between them. Like it's the, it is the best feud in NXT and it involves a lot of. Like, a lot of 12 year olds. Like, God, <laughs> what if they lot. really pull the trigger and have him beat Braun? Oh, have him beat Braun and then have him go to that classroom. <laughs> like, have him go to that. Class- <laughs> have the kids there that night as guests of Grayson Waller. 
Oh, that's good. Oh no! Oh, that's oh, good. No, be there. Mellow's like, yeah, I got. Oh, yeah, be there is guest of Grayson Waller. Yes, be there is guest of Grayson Waller, and have him beat Braun. Oh, the only thing that can top that is after he beats that, and those kids are sitting up there. They'll have a, a plant, plant there to cry. Have that old lady. That Chompa used to just fight with. Oh, nah. Have nah, her there too. And she's nah, just that, like, damn. Nah, that, shit, that shit was personal beef. Have her <laughs> old ass there. Chompa used, used to come out mid match to come find her ass to talk shit to her. Like, you love going at it with that sweet old one, lady. One of them cut each other off in traffic and it just never stopped. Like, it. it <laughs> Gave him a gave him an expired coupon or something. <laughs> yeah, he cut. He took the last cart. He took he took the last uh, buggy, and she was like, "Peter and the chicken." It's on. She followed him yeah. everywhere. She showed up where he works at. Man, great two great matches for this concept. I love it. We can do this next year. It's awesome. Uh, we have Braun Breaker beat Apollo Cruz fifteen minutes. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was a good match for Apollo. It was just like. No one, no everyone knew Apollo was losing. Right, like I, now, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of Braun with the belt. I'm sorry. Waller might, might do it. Maybe Waller can do it. I mean, uh, would y'all, y'all like Waller? Like at now? this point, I'd rather. At this point, give me fucking Vare. Anybody, <laughs> like get get the belt. What, 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 what about old, uh, old Come Tuesday? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you go give anybody. Braun just had the belt for too fucking long. And the thing about it is, like Matt said, they had a weird build up to this match. And then on the entrance package, he had Apollo's um, video as the last person. And you saw me on the chat. I was like, oh, yeah, it's over, over for Apollo. He already put him on a little video package. It's done. They built they they did this feud so backwards because the way they they reintroduced Apollo to NXT as if he was about to be a threat. He came in to save Solo. He saved Solo. He had a little mere moment. He had a whole feud with Grayson Waller. He beat Grayson Waller. And then he had a little cool off part. And then he JD and JD, him beating JD was supposed to legitimize him as a threat towards Braun. From that time that he beat JD, he was they were equals. They mellowed both of them down and made that feud so corny in the process. Him them meeting each other for breakfast. It became it went from being Rocky one to being Rocky two. It basically became Rocky and Apollo was friend nah. and trainer. Instead of it, it, Apollo it became, Rocky, it became Rocky, it became Rocky three pretty much. Yeah, it, it was so, Rocky three. It basically became Rocky three instantly, and it was as by the time this, the the match got here, that's why I was just like, I know Braun is winning. I'm gonna pick Apollo because I've been saying Apollo is winning, but now Braun is winning because they did Apollo losing. Does Apollo losing play into the bloodline? Um, storyline now because remember he was talking to Roman and Roman told him to go handle business 
He didn't handle I don't business. Think it is now. I think they're they're just gonna get they're just gonna act like it never happened. I <laughs> I of course he is a popular opinion. I kind of like dang. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> kind of liked the build with Apollo and Braun. It was different. It was, it was, it was, it was weird that I I thought it was leading to like a darker thing with Apollo. <laughs> because it was yeah, like with the, with the blood eye and everything like that and the crazy well, eye. Like doing the writing in the book and like them showing up at, on each other's turf and like being like nice and genuine but also like this is what's going to happen and they were like politely talking trash and i was waiting for the moment where like something broke loose right like they were going to have a snapping a breaking point where they're like come on like let's go it never got to that they just kept being chummy yeah they ended up going fishing together and like having a good time fishing <laughs> and like it felt like we were it felt like we were a week or two short from doing the rest of this build yeah uh, because I think it could have been a lot better. Uh, they could have like if only could have got better if Braun would have lost. <laughs> it would have been better off if they had ended this feud with the bullshit of a Roman and Brock trying to play tug of war with the belt. If it had ended with that, this feud could have been taken a little bit more seriously. But because they kept being friends and chummy, going to breakfast and fishing together, it's like I don't care. I don't think I, 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 I can see that Apollo's not a threat because if you really wanted to try to, you wouldn't even be eating or going fishing with this dude. Like, we, we saw you and your henchmen like break people's legs for the IC championship. Like, where is this? Like, where we know you're more aggressive than this. Like, you beat Big where E. Is it? <laughs> like, you beat just, Big E. He was the last person to beat Big E before Big E basically went on a tear. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. and like the last thing we saw before their, their match was they they fish and then is they they're talking about catch and release and uh him just being a better naturally at everything than Braun is. And then after that, Braun goes, All right, you want to keep on fishing? Yeah, let's go. And he like throws it back in, like, wait, wait, where did all that fucking tension go? Where yeah, something was I, building, something was building there. I told you. <laughs> so until that point, I actually kind of enjoyed it, but after that, yeah, it you know, it, it just didn't have a fire under it. Yeah, like they, I said, they played me. It would have been better if right. he would have lost. That the smiling guy, yeah, pretty much. I'll say he's gotten better at promos, I think, but I, honestly, it's just because he's talking more than he used to, but. Um, I don't know. I just, I still like Braun. Um, Apollo is just, I hate how much of a bust he's been. It's but, not, and I don't, I don't, I, I like, I like Braun too. It's just time for him, time, time for the title change. They've just booked themselves into an unnecessary corner. It's right. Cause there's been plenty of people that could have taken it. Let's be honest. This could have been mellow three months ago. 
It's like they're trying. It's like they're 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 doing everything in their power to keep Melo and Braun away from each other, but they want them to fight. But at the same time, it's like yeah. you're better off just taking the title off of Braun and letting them fight at stand and deliver without the title on the line. Because if that title is on the line, you're booking yourselves into a corner. You don't need a tournament. I mean, honestly, I think they, they, they could have had this feud already happen, and then we could have had more mellow and Wes at stand and deliver. Um. Because I feel like there's still more to go in there. But anyway, what do you what y'all think of this show overall? Um, I give it a B. B. Yeah, just a B. Yeah. Three great matches. Two that were fine, but three right. great matches. <laughs> um yeah, uh, overall a good weekend of wrestling. Yeah. Uh is there anything else we need to talk about before we uh, wrap this up? Um, I just want to say first and Foremost, I am once again your champion. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. Just want to let y'all know. All right, all right. <laughs> the tomorrow, so that should be a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of Gunther and Ricochet, um, well, at least Gunther depends. It appears that Brock wants to work. Yeah, apparently uh, Brock and Gunther uh, might have a thing. Uh, which, you know what? Fuck I'm it. with it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm with that's, you on that one. That's the easiest thing I can say about it. Just a simple fuck yeah. Don't forget to follow us, folks, at facebook.com slash under the ring pod. And you can also follow us at twitch.tv slash under the ring pod uh we are on thursdays around uh you know 8 30 ish you know 8 30 ish nine 8 30 between this time it's that sweet spot it's that sweet spot when you don't know that's where we at if you follow the page you'll know exactly where the hell to find us at. And don't forget, you can also follow us on Twitter at Greg Bush SK. You can follow me, Rock Ribs 44, your champion. You can follow Mr. Freshbeard, Mike Jones, who isn't here today. You can follow our boy, Matt, the right answer. Street team captain, Boreal Mariente, and guest correspondent who comes on, Justin D. Baxley. Once again, folks, thank you for joining us. Join us next week, same channel. Not going to say same time because we might be five minutes early. It might be 10 minutes early. It might be on time. Who Follow the page and you'll know exactly when we're going to be on. We'll see y'all next week, folks. Peace. Later, guys. All right, Tom. <laughs>